Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Momentum Focus podcast. If this is your first time joining us, I just wanted to say thank you for giving us um, your ear and hopefully your heart. Um, If you're coming back to join the conversation, um, we just wrapped up a series on women's wellness and health and mental health. And in the spirit of this is who I am, we're going to keep that conversation going, but we're going to take a small turn, um, a right turn, no pun intended, well, pun intended, (laughs) we're going to take a right turn and talk about um, the way we take care of our bodies um, from a space of joy. Because, I mean, you've heard us say, um, adjust your focus, hashtag adjust your focus. And y'all, here's a crazy thing. The other day, I think I was on my way home from church and the Holy Spirit said, what if you adjusted your focus? This is talking to me. And instead of telling people, adjust your focus, take the your out and, and make it an invitation of literally being in this space with other people to adjust our focus. Because, and I have had to say before, both here on the podcast and social media, that if you hear us say, adjust your focus. It's not a finger wagging, shaming thing. It's an invitation to say, Hey, think about what you're thinking about. Make a slight adjustment. Even just the two degrees will change your course of direction. But again, I stand corrected. The Holy spirit recently said to me, let's think about this. Maybe, maybe you got it wrong. Like that's a gut check, right? Because where you were in that season of your life, maybe that's all you knew to do. Um, And you did it well. And there's nothing wrong with that. But in order for us to grow, not but, and in order for us to keep growing and keep learning and keep transforming and keep putting our lives into the hands of the Holy Spirit, we have to be willing to say, I did what I knew to do with what I had and what I knew to do. And now I'm ready to grow. And so in this next season, um, God has just invited me to bring some people into this space to talk about what it looks like to take care of you, not from a space of, um, I don't know, like not from a space of obligation, not from a space of like, I got to get it together. Because the other day he said, you don't have to get nothing together. I'm the one that does that. I get, I get the getting together and you get to show up and be a part of the work that I'm doing in your life, even if it's kicking and screaming, but how much better would it be if we did it with joy, right? If we did it with knowing that even the joy that we get to bring uh, produces more joy and not that the discipline is full of joy. Cause the Bible tells us that no discipline is joyful at the beginning, <laughs> You show up and you're like, I'm here. Can we get it over with? (laughs) And then we just, we do the thing. We do the thing. And then we show up the next day and we do the thing. And it, sometimes it gets easier, but we don't want to hit the easy button or we don't want to just show up until it gets easy because then we've stopped growing. So today, um, as we dive into what it looks like to have joyful health um, and we're going to talk about body image. So I will I will go ahead and say, you know, here's your trigger warning that if you have struggled in the space um, of body image or body dysmorphia, um, 
know that my heart is with you and for you. And I myself have, have been even walking through the healing of that, not even knowing that that's what I struggled with. I didn't even know that that's what it was called. Um, but we're going to bring some people over the next several episodes to bring some healing, to find some discovery in your original design and walking joyfully in the body that God gave you, even as you take care of it. Because what I don't want you to walk away with is I should be grateful for who I am and what I have and not make any changes to grow and be healthier and live better and more disciplined because we can, we can steer that down a a path of very shame based consideration where we just lean in this this space of like, you are a Christian and you should be better and you should know better and you should do better and you should, should, should. Lisa Keaton says, stop shooting on yourself. <laughs> so we're not going to shoot on you. We're going to say you are here. We're grateful and we're going to all get better together. So today I have on the podcast, a sweet, dear sister friend that I met back in 2014, 2013, it's either 13 or 14, but I know that it was in a season where God was wrecking me in all the best ways. It was painful. I didn't know it was the best way. I can only say that now, but I got to meet her in the season of blogging. Y'all remember blogging? (laughs) I think I'm going to revive my blog just for a season, but I got to meet her at a faith and fitness retreat called the refresh summit. And, um, one of our sisters, um, which is crazy because now we're all revelation wellness instructors, but at the time we were not, none of us were, which is really crazy. Um, And it seems so long ago, but we met at this retreat and I remember her coming up to me and just saying, Oh my gosh, you're exactly who you are online. And I was like, Oh, okay. And like in full transparency, y'all, I was like, wait, people do that. Like people personify one thing online and then show up in person and they're different or vice versa. And it was the kindest compliment I could have ever received. And I, I cling to it. And she said it with like no agenda, just really, you're going to find out she's super raw and just says it like it is. And I love that about her. (laughs) This is why I wanted to bring her on today. So I'm going to quit talking about that and let her introduce herself. So y'all welcome to the show, Casey Schuler. I wish I had like a clapping track that I can play in there. So y'all, this is Casey Schuler. I'm going to let her introduce herself completely so I don't jack any of that up. Um, and then we'll dive into this conversation. Yeah. Thanks, Amia. Yes, we met at the Refresh Summit, but I feel like I've known you even for longer than that because of the online presence in the blogging world, which, um, gotten back into blogging. So still totally a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, and that really helped open up the world of community when it came to integrating faith and wellness, because, um, and that's a huge part of my story as a Christian, as I became a Christian in fourth grade and didn't really know what Christian community looked like because my family, went to church, but we didn't talk about Jesus very much outside of 
church. And so then I found young life in high school and I was like, wow, people talk about Jesus and love him and they're fun. And I can be friends with these people. And I feel like that's what like refresh summit and revelation wellness, all of that, um, kind of open up that career space of being able to talk about Jesus and faith and wellness. And, oh, there are other people here too, who have the same heart and the same spirit. So, um, as just really it multiplied my joy, um, with the Lord and that, and, um, has opened up my eyes to, um, how he is taking care of the body and not just our individual bodies, but the body of Christ and how he, you know, we have that same spirit. So, so yeah, and that kind of led into, um, and I've been a fitness instructor since college. Um, my mom is still a fitness instructor. And, um, so I taught fitness classes in college, became a personal trainer, um, in the corporate wellness world at Starbucks corporate in Seattle, and then had my first baby. We moved back to Georgia, um, and kind of started doing some personal training and then also some blogging. That's when I wrote my first, um, Bible study out of like a seminary assignment. And it was like, wow, I love writing. And Mm -hmm. so that's, um, I've been following the joy, um, of the Lord. And that's how, I am following him, um, and really taking to heart the verse in Psalm 16 that says in your presence, there's fullness of joy. (laughs) So when I am, um, when my spirit is downcast or I feel anxious, I know I'm following myself. And so I've been following what this joy that the Lord has planted in me and, um, following that into the place I am now, um, as far as, yeah, that career path goes, um, it's, opening up joyful health, which I was teaching clients, um, as a fitness instructor and as a personal trainer, but half of fitness really is nutrition. And I felt a little like inadequate in that side. And I was like, uh, you know, and I, and the Lord also connected me to uh, my friend and now business partner, Aubrey through Instagram. I was, you know, I had one of those moments where it was like, I'm done with social media. And then Um, and then he was like, you maybe can just like use it to connect with somebody, like make a real connection. And so I reached out to her and she was also writing a book. And so we connected over that. And so, um, we both wanted to make video content for, for our books and to to help people like, uh, merge, um, that faith and wellness aspect from like moving for joy. And then her side was starting with grace and food. And so our motto at joyful health is to start with grace and follow the joy, um, to find the freedom of the, of the Lord when it comes to food and fitness. So, um, yeah, and that's been a huge joy for both of us and we both have kids. And so we, you know, family is family and the Lord is first. And then this gets to be like an overflow of, of our time. So, so yeah, that's, I love that. Just start with grace and follow the joy. Um, I mean, that is right in line with the message of momentum focus of not, do you remember the message in fitness that was go hard or go home? And we were like, no, how about (laughs) you take grace mode instead of the beast mode, you take the grace mode and stay for a while. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I love that. Start with the grace and then follow the joy. It just reminds me of the scripture in the gospel that says, are you burnt out on religion? Then come away and I'll show you the unforced rhythms of grace. And you could take that religion on a creative liberty and say like, there's been this religion of 
taking care of our body, mm-hmm. that the gym has become a way of church, if you will. You know what I mean? Um, the rules and the regulations of do this, do that, check this, check that, don't eat okay. this, don't eat, do eat that, count this. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it can be, it has become, and I can only say this because I've been delivered from it it had become such a way of life that it was so regimented that if I didn't follow to the gram, then I have done it wrong and I must go in the gym and burn that gram. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it was that religious and it took Christ, the Holy Spirit saying to me, like, you're burnt out Mm -hmm. on this here religion. Mm-hmm. And I did it in the name of Jesus too, which is scary. Like yeah. I had the scriptures to back it and would even turn up my nose at the people that would say like, you think you're doing too much? And I'm like, how about maybe you're not disciplined? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so I love that. Um, let's talk about your book moving and I'm, and I'm probably getting the title wrong but your book, um, move for joy. Yeah. Because the title makes me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Just the title alone makes me happy because it's just the reminder, like, okay, yes, there's the opportunity to move for calorie burn. There's the opportunity to move for strength. There's an opportunity to move, you know, as a, as a mom, I remember saying like, I'm moving so that I can be active for my children. Hmm ready to play with my kids. And I remember someone saying to me, what's going to happen when they're older? <laughs> like what's going to be your why? You know what I mean? And the, and the why has to be immovable mm-hmm. while we're moving, you know? Um, so let's talk about your book, Move for Joy. Um, tell us about the book and then we'll keep going. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I wrote that book a few years ago. Actually, I'm really wanting to do a second edition on it because I've learned so much um, since writing it. It's so funny that I titled it that. Um, and I titled it after um, Hebrews where it says that we will, that Jesus for the joy set before him endured the cross. And so I was like, oh, we can like Jesus, he, he did this for the joy set before him and whatever, like joy is the thing that draws us outwards. Um, and, and that immediately to me connected to movement, um, and exercise and movements, just a word that breaks open that religion of exercise. (laughs) Um, and it's like, oh, we were actually, we were made to move for the joy of the Lord. Um, and so later I found out about intuitive eating, which really helped give me freedom and like the eating part of it. Um, and that joyful movement is one of their principles. Um, I didn't know that at the time of writing it. So I attribute that to the Lord and <laughs> giving me that specific scripture. Um, but being able to see that, you know, we all have different motivations and even looking at a baby, they start to crawl or they start to walk towards something that they love. And all of my kids have always walked for, like we would hold, hold out a remote to them or, you know, or a phone or something that was fun and shiny and they wanted to move towards it. Mm. Um, and so joy is always that like number one motivator. And so what are those 
deeper motivators for us when it comes to movement. So that movement cannot just be, um, a chore, a chore or something that like a, you know, fitness culture has told us to do, but it comes, um, from within something that the Lord has already planted in us. And that draws us out, um, because fear pushes, but love leads, you know? So, um, so there's five different motivators in the book and they're all connected to scripture. Um, so you start at, can you, you, you usually start with like a surface level motivator of like, uh, the first one is when you just need to feel confident in your skin. Um, and I realized that a lot of the women I trained were training the wrong way to fit what they actually needed. Um, and they were, you know, like getting into the 12th session, getting those deeper conversations. I got to the heart of why they booked, uh, you know, book sessions with me or started working out is because, oh, so-and-so has hurt me in the past and I want to be, and I want to feel strong or, you know, I want to feel this certain way. And so it was like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, how can the Lord be our strength and how can uh, movement be a gift to um, experience his joy in that? And so um, we move for the joy of confidence when we um, can lift heavy things and that reflects his strength in us um, and his he is our covering. And so, and so there's other, there's four others. I don't know if you want me to go through all of these, but, um, we can, we move to want to feel fit and ready for our day that we are a vessel fit and ready. Um, and that's what I call the hero. And so it's the person who's like, I need, I need to do something that'll make me, um, that'll really take care of my body so that I can take care of others. But I need to remember first that, um, that the Lord takes care of me. So be able to move out of that overflow. <clears throat> um, and then there's like the warrior who's like, I need to be with people. I need to like accomplish something. And I need to in the heart of that is to see the kingdom advance because that is, um, the heart of the, of the Lord for all of us as a body. Um, it's not to compete against one another, but it's co- to connect with one another and, and movement. You can, you can live that out when it comes to like, Oh, I, I need to find like maybe a sports team or something else that's competitive with people. And that will, um, fulfill that joy that the Lord has planted in me. Um, and I can worship him in that. Um, and, and then there's the person who's just like, I just want some, I'm going to take care of my body as a long-term investment. Um, I don't want to do anything crazy. Um, I just need to like, and these can also be specific to your seasons of life of like, I need something steady. Um, life is already going up and down at a pace that I'm not, um, prepared for. So I need in like this controlled area of, um, environment of fitness or exercise. I need something that, um, is sure. And it's, it's not, big and loud. It's like something slow, like Pilates, yoga, gardening outside, something that's already built into your day. Um, so, oh, and one more, (laughs) one more is the free bird. And that this is, um, for the person who, who really just like needs a release from the, um, the drudgery of the day and movement can be a way to escape and be with the Lord. Um, like how Jesus went away on the mountain to go be with his father um, and movement can be a way to, um, to go, to go and be with the father, whether that's like losing yourself in the music or even just closing your eyes and um, moving slowly through, through some worship music, something like that. So, um, and when we can help 
people to figure out like, okay, what is, what is my need right now? How does it connect to my deeper need? And then how can movement just be an overflow out of that? Then it doesn't feel hard anymore. It's, it's a gift and it's a joy. And it's like, oh, I get to do this. And so I want to make time for this and in my day. And it's not to burn calories or to make me smaller um, because well, this can be another conversation, but anytime I've tried to train people for weight loss, um, it's usually kind of collapses in on itself. But when we have those, um, and when we connect it to those, the media and deeper needs, then it becomes something that's, that's just natural. Yeah. Now I love this. It just, I mean, <clears throat> anyone that has been anywhere near me knows that I, I cringe at like the, like the cheesy stuff <laughs> at the, like the, and I remember the first time that you and I had a conversation of just like, just bridging that gap between faith and wellness of like, if we're going to reach people, it can't be hokey. Like it can't <laughs> be the jukes. You know what I mean? Like don't be cheesy because they're not going to listen to you. Right. Um, and like, I love the, the way that you've approached the conversations to help meet people where they are mm. of, of like, these identifiers are not labels They're They are identifying either the season of life you're in or your heart space or your head space to say like, Hey, I get it. Cause these just like the fit and ready, like just the way you've called them out or I should say called them up. Mm-mm. It it feels very much like, oh, she gets me. Mm. You know what I mean? As opposed to like, I don't know, that could go somewhere else, but I'm just going to leave it there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I love it because even just, I mean, I could see myself in either, in any of those categories and could almost identify which season of my life I found myself in there. Mm. You know, Um, I was teasing and told someone the other day that, in the beginning of my personal training career and fitness career, I was that trainer that was, unless you were covered in sweat and standing in a puddle of your own sweat and tears, you didn't have a great (laughs) workout. (laughs) Whereas now I'm very much like, I take the free bird approach to him of like, do we need to move more gently? Like, could you, we can slow down. Like, would you like to do it from a chair? That is perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. Because I want to, a, like, I want to be mindful and careful mm-hmm. of how I'm using my body to support what someone else needs, as opposed to abusing my body to be something for someone else, mm-hmm. you know? And it just, it, I trust that like whoever we are in the professional. So it's like, if, the, if you're listening to this and you are in the fitness profession, um, know that this message is for you in the way you take care of yourself in the way you show up for others that Casey has said it over and over that we get to give from the overflow that we're even moving from the overflow, whether it's you're moving for your own health and well-being, or you're moving so that you can be ready for the work that you've been called to. And I guess that goes across any industry, whatever your work is that you do, whether it's home with your kids or, out in corporate America, or you're in the gym and you're one of the trainers that are teaching people to now move in joy. Mm-hmm. You get to pause and like take that self-reflection first. Um, there was something that you said um, as you were to, oh, fear pushes. And, and I didn't get the second half of that fear pushes and love. Oh, 
Love leads. Love leads. Can we camp there for a quick second? Because <laughs> um, <laughs> that was like, oh, she did not just drop that and keep rolling. Um, <laughs> because that honestly, like in the care and keeping of our bodies and our souls and knowing that our bodies literally are before we pressed record, Casey and I were talking about just, I cringe at the like cheesy verses when it comes to talking about the body and combining faith and fitness. Most people, and I say this without shame, most people's go-to scripture is, do you not know that your temple is, is your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? And I'm like, yeah. And there's so much more even tucked in that one verse. (laughs) There's so much in that one verse. And there are so many other verses that complement that scripture to call us up to more. Mm -hmm. But sometimes there's so much tucked in there that call us to less. Mm. Right. And just knowing that we get to carry this joy that I always think about the scripture where Jesus is like, you're just worried about the outside of the cup. It's mm-hmm. inside of the cup that matters, yeah. you know, and my cup could be pristine and like no cracks and a perfect message <laughs> on it. But if the inside, I had bought a really cheap coffee mug, probably like at some discount store or something that just the message on the outside was really cute. And I collect coffee cups. <laughs> and so the other day I pulled it out of the cabinet to use it. And I looked down in the cup, just full transparency, to make sure the dishwasher actually cleaned it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and now that my kids are away at college, like I'm the dishwasher and <laughs> hate washing dishes. <laughs> so there might've been something in the cup, but I looked down in it and it must've been like really inexpensive stoneware plat you know um what a ceramic pottery because there was a crack in the cup mm-hmm. that you could see was under the surface of what looked like it was still safe to use the cup but there was a crack at the bottom and i could see that there was like grime in the crack but i couldn't get to it to clean it mm-hmm. and i had a choice of whether i was going to you you know deem it worthy of still using or toss it And I just kind of stared at it. So I put some dish liquid in it and just hot, hot water and set it to the side and said, okay, it'll be good. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, needless to say, when I cleaned it out, the crack was still there. The grime was still in it. And I just sat the cup to the side and the Holy Spirit was like, now can we talk? (laughs) (laughs) That's for another episode. (laughs) But it was this reality check of like, that's kind of how we're doing life. That's how we're taking care of our bodies. The outside looks great. We're ready to be used and we move in and someone takes a look on the inside and they're like, oh, there's a crack. I see a little grime. We'll just, you know, wipe it Mm -hmm. and we'll be good for use. Yes and no. Because like we forget that we are always in the hands of God still being cleaned out. Mm-hmm. That there's still work being done in each one of us. And even as I'm sitting here talking to you, like I'm looking at your website and looking at the three titles of your book and it just keeps coming back. And I was going to like leave it, but I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying, no, it's a, it's a real thing that there's a, there's like a thread that runs through all three titles of love beyond looks, 
rest and rise, move for joy. And even though that's not the order that they show up on the screen, but there's a, there's a, there's a common thread in there. And I know that that thread is probably different for each person. Um, And I think the thread is fear pushes love leads. Hmm. Well, that is the chronological order. So you can see the Lord's journey. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Okay. So fear pushes love leads go there for a second. Like tell, tell us more about that. Yeah. I mean, we, okay. Can I anchor this with the, your body's a temple? Yeah, please. So your body is a temple of the Holy spirit and the temple. And Jesus was, you know, explains the parable of, um, you know, are you made holy by this money of the temple or by the God who lives in the temple? Um, because the Pharisees were really focused on the gifts and the sacrifices that they were making versus the God who lived there. And so, um, I think, you know, and as each of us grow, I'm sure we each have a similar experience of, of knowing God and experiencing God. And, you know, it moves from the outside as far as like, Oh, we hear with our ears. Um, and then we know with our hearts and, Um, and so with God being the, the spirit in our temple, um, I was questioning, well, well, first with love beyond looks, it was how does an invisible God make everything that is visible. And if what we see that is visible reflects the invisible, then how are we supposed to be seeing our bodies and how does the way that we see reflect how we see God? Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was the love beyond looks part of like, okay, we see what we see in the outside. The Lord looks at the heart. Um, so how is the Lord dwelling in this temple? Am I giving him space to do that? Um, which led to rest and rise, um, rest being that message actually came out of the revelation wellness, um, leadership training. And the kind of thing that the Lord was calling me to was, Hey, you want to accomplish all of these things. You want to rise up and you want to um, be seen. That's another outward thing. Um, but you need to, you need to learn how to rest in me first, um, because that's your old way of living and that's your old self. And that old self died It that can rest now because my mom had this phrase of you can rest when you're dead. And so, you know, I was always, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta do. And I'm, you know, loved by what I do, but that was the fear that pushed. And it was like, I can't be pushed any longer. Um, And so, you know, when you get quiet in your heart and, you know, practice being with the Lord and offering that sacrifice of stillness, (laughs) because for me, that is a sacrifice to be still and to not do and to not speak, um, then that love can dwell there and, and grow there. Um, we can make space for him. Um, we can, when we come to him, he will give us rest. And so, then that led to move for joy because I was seeing that same theme in, in fitness and in health. Um, and I was like, you know, all of these things that like with eating and exercise, like you're saying, measuring, measuring calories. And, um, that was even before we had watches and all that to, to track all of our calories and heart rates and all that stuff. And it was like my interior life, I'm thinking way too much about this. And I, had journaled the Lord's prayer every night for like two years in the, and I had journaled out, um, 
forgive us our trespasses. And I would write down like what I wanted Lord to forgive me for that day. And it, 90% of the time had to do with food. And I was like, wow, this is taking up way too much space in the, in, in my heart. Um, like, am I giving the Lord room in his temple? No, I'm like making it all about myself and all about how I can eat or cannot eat or, you know, um, whatever it was. And then I was relating fitness to food. And so those were both corrupted. Um, and so, so I had this one moment call it the milk duds moment. And I was eating milk duds because I wasn't allowing myself to sleep or to take a nap in the middle of the day because I needed to work and I needed to write. And my daughter was napping and this is my only time to do it. That scarcity fear mindset that was pushing me. And I had eaten like the whole box of milk duds because it was sugar that could help keep me awake. And, um, and I was just like at the end, so frustrated with myself, so tired and in my spirit just said like, I am so tired of not being able to control my food. And, and I heard the Lord's response was just, you don't have to. And that was just like, what? Like a weight just lifted right that moment. And a lot of the scriptures kind of came to life for me. It was like, I am putting food and my control of food as an idol. And because I'm doing it in my own strength, then, uh, it's, you know, it's taking the place of God in this temple. Um, and so, yeah, I really just was able to let go and able to let the Lord like listen or listen to the body that he's already given us. And that's the grace part of like, you've been saved by grace. He's already saved your spirit and he's given you this body. There's nothing that I did to make myself, uh, be born into this world or to, you know, keep living another day. That's something that he's doing. And so I need to continue relying on him for that. And for the like hunger and fullness signals that he's already built in, like the signals in my body that I feel stiff and I need to move. And, you know, all of these things, I don't have to control myself. And there's lots of other things I need to control, uh, like my mouth and like what I say. Um, but some of those things I need to learn how to let, how to let go so that he could, um, so he could take his rightful place in the temple. And for me, it was like, okay, this is, <laughs> you know, this is no longer, I'm no longer, you know, and when I am feeling pushed by fear, I know that's not the voice of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that he is, he leads with love and that's that gentle, steadfast um, mm-hmm. voice. You're like, I, this is the voice that goes from the beginning of time till the end. And, and that's where I'm going to (laughs) stand. Yeah, no, I love that. That just, I mean, like, and I've probably said it before in another episode, but I think like in the last year I've come to just like face to face with the kindness of God of like the reality that it is his kindness that makes you like fall on your face and say, I'm so sorry Mm. that I've been trying to figure this out on my own. When this whole time, your gentleness and your kindness and your steadfast love that they've been pursuing me. And here I was running Mm -hmm. in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And like, and he doesn't say, well, it's about time, right? (laughs) He's just like, Oh, I love you, you know, and it just makes you want to do better (laughs) because you realize like, there's so much more for me. I don't have to hustle for anything. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. So the next one thing I'm working on, which when you sent me the email for this podcast, I was like, okay, this is feels right on track, but, um, as a Bible study called aligned returning to the perfect peace hmm. in an anxious world, returning to God's perfect peace in an anxious world. So it's like that perfect peace is already there. <laughs> like he's already given it to us. Jesus said, my peace, I give to you my peace. I leave with you. And so I've been noticing like, I'm when I am not at peace, uh, there's something I need to get, come back because that, that piece is already there. It's not something I need to achieve and work harder for it's returning or repenting, you know, coming back. Yeah. Um, oh man. So many analogies just ran through my brain as you were talking through that. Cause I, <laughs> I know that. And I love it. Like I just wrote down the note, the parable of the milk duds. Like I love when God uses like practical stuff, like silly things to speak to us, but it gets our attention, mm-hmm. you know, it just, and I, I really believe that just the, a life that ties in faith and wellness, it is in its, in itself, a parable mm-hmm. of just, I mean, our individual bodies, but also the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's the way it was supposed to be. That's the way it has to be. That's the way he speaks to us. That's the way the body speaks to itself the way the larger body speaks to each other. If my toe is hurting, my eye will know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and the eye is never going to say, well, let me go down there and be the toe. It's just going to be mindful that it is more keen to pay attention that the rest of my body doesn't get hurt the way the toe just got hurt. Yeah. And that's like your eye is sending signals to your brain and Christ is the head. And so like, we're all we're connected to each other because we're connected to Christ. Like when that nervous, that nerve, you know, sends a signal to the brain, like, Oh, Hey, look, I can see, I can see what's happening here. Can we, yes. you know, like, let's do something. And then the, the rest of the body feels it. And yeah. there's, you know, and, but we're connected through prayer and we're built up in love. And so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like the whew, man, God was really, God's really smart. <laughs> I'm just going to leave yeah. that there. Mm-hmm really smart. Um, well, I know that we are, um, just pretty much out of time and there's so much more that I want to talk about. Um, so in the show notes, you're going to see a link to find Casey, to find her books, to find her in all the social media spaces. Um, and she's so fun y'all. Like when you go to her Instagram, (laughs) whenever you post videos of dancing, I'm like, I just love her. (laughs) Um, it's just so cute. Um, but the one thing that I do want to, to ask you before we do wrap up, um, and there might be a part two to this, because I think I want to dive into the love beyond looks. Um, Mm. cause it, there's something that just keeps stirring in me on that one. Mm. Um, but a couple of just quick fire questions that have to do with your own personal joy um, that don't have anything to do with the Bible. <laughs> so, <laughs> everything uh, has to do with the Bible. Well, everything has to do with it. Yeah. Cause God's gonna, he called it all back. Like that's the cool thing about him. <laughs> so the first question is what song brings you joy? It does not have to be in the top 40 Christian list. Oh, um, okay. I'm just like scrolling through my, I just got certified for pound and I'm the like drumsticks workout. And so yeah. I'm going through my playlist in my head. Um, oh gosh, 
this is hard. You should have given me some preparation. <laughs> That's all right. No, it's not. It's not that hard. I have so many songs. Okay. I know. Okay. The song that was on my ringtone whenever I was like in college was everybody dance now. Okay. And so every time I hear that song, it's like, you know, everybody has to stop. Everybody stop and everybody dance right now, you know, <laughs> like yes, that's this is a, a good call one. to dance. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Um, what food brings you joy? Um, okay. I'm just going to say the first thing that comes to my head, but warm brownies and cold ice cream. Mm. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, what color brings you joy? Green. That's my favorite color. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> is it a specific green or is it any green? Um, well, I have these workout pants that are like a forest evergreen type of color. So like something deep and mysterious, you know, like a deep wood, deep woods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. Well, Casey, I am grateful for you and grateful for the work that you're doing, um, to really help break some chains of hustle in the space Mm. of wellness. Um, I'm grateful for it. And just the tone that you take, because it's very conversational, but very rich. Mm. And I mean, kind of in your face, like, well, have you thought about this? (laughs) In the (laughs) kindest way, like you're the friend that's like, well, now let's, let's be rational. Let's (laughs) talk about this. And here's what I need you to consider. That's so funny. Um, So anyway, I bless you with just the Lord's blessings to continue to write that. And even in the space of speaking that you would speak from a place of truth and honesty and humility and just a tenderness that you, it's evident that you've been with Christ, but I know that there's more coming. Mm -hmm. Um, So I pray that like, he just releases your hands to just write without regard of the people. Mm but with regard for the people. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's like, it's almost the double-edged sword, but that you would carry it well, like a Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, all right, y'all. Well, as always, I hope that this episode, not I hope, I pray that this episode really did help you to understand that this space um is here to help you adjust your focus, that we're in it together and that anything that we discuss here, um, if you need someone to talk to beyond just listening, because sometimes these conversations are so rich that you feel like you need someone to talk to, would you reach out to us? Um, You can reach out to me um, on the podcast. You can email momentumfocus at gmail.com. You can reach out to Casey. All of her information will be there. Um, If you need somebody to walk through this with you, know that you are not alone um, and that if it's not one of us, we will find someone to be with you alongside of you. I'm also going to put um, additional resources in the space of body image and wholeness and holistic living. Um, I'm going to put some of those resources in the show notes. So until we get to chat again, I really do pray that this conversation has helped you um, know that you have an opportunity to be well and it doesn't have to be scary. So until we get to talk again, I pray that y'all have a blessed day. Take care, y'all.